Good news. My new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hello, sisters. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom, which I call your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, a teacher of feminine spirituality and empowerment, best-selling author, and founder of The Way the Happy Woman. And I'm really happy to welcome you to part one of the second season of our special Bubble Bath Wisdom series. Now, why Bubble Bath Wisdom? Well, hot baths, particularly with bubbles, are my favorite way to unwind on cold evenings like we're having here now here in Boulder, Colorado, especially as we head into the winter with the upcoming election and the holidays just ahead. And like a warm bath, these talks offer the nourishing feminine wisdom you need to step away, turn in, 
and connect with yourself. So for about 30 minutes or the length of one long bubble bath, I'll share a clip of a talk that I gave at one of my recent She Retreats at Kripalu. Now, each of these clips shines the light on an aspect of the heroine's journey or a woman's path to wholeness. And I offer it in celebration of the early registration opening of the She School, my beloved flagship program that's a nine-month spiritual practice community for women. Now, the She School provides expert mentorship, heartfelt community, and video classes in yoga, meditation, and feminine spirituality to help you consistently place what matters most at the heart of your everyday. Since this is a nine-month program, we only open registration once a year, and the early registration portion of that is happening today. And when we do that, we like to put out some sort of free series of helpful, inspiring content that you can enjoy and implement right away, even if you don't want to join the program. Now, if you're curious and you want to learn more, you can visit theshe-school.com. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoy today's talk, and I look forward to connecting with you more over the next several days. Welcome. Some of you I know very well, some of you I don't know, and I look forward to getting to know well. My name is Sarah, and this is our She Retreat. So let's take a few moments to close our eyes and follow whatever inward avenues. feel familiar and right to become more fully present. Just take some moments for yourself.
So I first want to celebrate and congratulate you for being here. I know it's never easy to go on retreat. The logistics of taking time away from our lives, of making the investment of time, money, energy, travel, it's a lot. Especially to go on an inward journey where there can be resistance even if we've done it many times before there can be resistance of stepping away from our worldly engagements our usual distractions and just really turning into ourselves there's there's a a push-pull to it there's a strong craving a strong desire for it and there's also a resistance and sometimes even a repulsion of not wanting to be with ourselves So I commend you for for being here and for going against the grain of the world and knowing that your sanity, your well-being, your happiness rests in doing things like this. And it's an auspicious time. It's the beginning of October, one of my favorite months, especially in this part of the world. We're really blessed to be here at this time. It's a quieter time at Kripalu. We're past the the rush and the buzz of the summer season. So there's less people in the building. We have an intimate group to go really deep together. The leaves are changing. We have cooler temperatures. We have some cloudy skies to help us more with this turning inwards. We also had a powerful new moon on Friday. Those of you who are tracking that after a lot of tumultuous things happening in the heavens since the start of this year, if anyone's into astrology, it's something that I definitely keep an eye on. But astrologers are saying that this is like the first new moon where everything is kind of in alignment. We've had a lot of retrogrades, a lot of eclipses, a lot of chaos in the stars. And this was the first new moon of the year where everything is kind of in its right place. It's a a time of really fresh starts. Maybe we've been working through a lot of deep issues, revisiting old patterns, ending things. And now it's, it's like then an opening okay what's next what's this what's this new new cycle that we're stepping into it's also the time of rosh hashanah in the jewish tradition of fresh starts of cleansing the past and forging a new path ahead so we have a lot of a lot of this percolating as well as the fall season, the season of letting go, (laughs) this theme of, of letting go to make space for something new, to lighten our load, to simplify and to find the strength that is necessary in order to do that. So retreats are a time of renunciation And I really 
I feel the power of Kripalu. Kripalu is a place that I've returned to many times since my early 20s. Did I met most of my core teachers here for the first time. One of my one of my root teachers, Sophia Diaz, I met in this very room with a retreat with her, um, which feels special. Done, um, I've done a lot here, and I know maybe you have a relationship with this space, maybe with other kind of power places around the world, but to to acknowledge that these power places, these kind of spiritual pilgrimage sites exist outside of ordinary time in the, in the rules of ordinary engagement. So when we come here, and I remember the first time I drove into the driveway, I was coming to study with another one of my root teachers, Richard Freeman. And I just started crying when I drove through the stone pillars through the driveway here for the first time. I felt something and I felt something here. And that something is that powerful things happen here. There's veils are lifted. So there are ways that we can access parts of reality that maybe we can't access just in our daily lives. So something that we're going to be doing here during this really magical week of retreat and all of these conspiring forces around us is we're going to become more porous to this space, to the nature here, to the lineage that is so steeped in this building to all the people who have had really powerful transformative experiences here. And we're going to become porous to that to receive whatever guidance we need. Because usually when we're coming to retreat, we're at some sort of a crossroads or really we're always at some sort of a crossroads. Who are we kidding, right? We're always in transition. There's always big things to decide. There's always big um, patterns that we're working with in ourselves, especially if we're on this path of evolving consciousness. It's those things even become bigger and bigger as the years go on. So we're going to open to the resources that are here, both seen and unseen, and to trust that things can happen in a way that they they don't usually happen, you know, in rational, reasonable time and space. So we're gonna we're gonna stay available to that as a really distinct possibility. And to help us with that, Retreats have boundary in, in Tibetan. The, the word for retreat in Tibetan is translated as boundary. So there are boundaries to this property. This doesn't mean you can't cross those boundaries. There's beautiful hiking trails that extend beyond those boundaries. Or um, We're not here to police you, certainly. <laughs> but the boundaries of 
our schedule, helping to hold us in a rhythm. So after tomorrow, we're going to know our rhythm for the week and it's just, okay, this is what we're doing. And I can just relax into this. We can take that part of our minds out of the equation of needing to figure out what we're going to do when we have all of our meals cooked for us. We have our rooms cleaned for us. So everything is conspiring to help us just look inside. As part of that, we're also going to be drawing a boundary around our use of technology and turning away from our screens for these five days. So if there's anything that needs to be wrapped up with loved ones or loose ends tied up via email, I encourage you to do that tonight so that we can really take advantage of these days to tend to ourselves without a lot of external input and without other people's agendas. And there can be a very real withdrawal to that, especially if we haven't done it in a while or if we're not used to it. We're also going to be moving into essential silence. And we're going to be, as far as I know, the only group in the building doing that. Silence is one of the roots practices in all spiritual traditions around the world of just a really powerful entry point into truth. And when we want answers, when we want peace of mind, when we want inner strength, when we want centeredness, when we want integrity, when we want alignment, silence is one of the fastest roots there. So we have the support of silent breakfast, which I love that tradition here, but we're going to be extending our silence just continuously. So we have these name tags um, that you can wear. So if someone wants to talk to you, you can just say, point to it. Mm There is a silent dining room. And within the silence, we're going to be moving in two directions. And these two directions is like a compass, a compass that guides us to our true north, to our true home. We're going to follow the downward, the downward edge of that compass or that divining rod into ourselves. And what am I feeling? What am I thinking? What is the feedback coming from my body? And then this upward edge of this divining rod out to the divine or the universe or whatever you want to frame that as, whatever language works for you there. But what... What are the signs? What are the synchronicities? What are, what are your deeper intuitive senses picking up about the next steps for your life, about the deeper truths of existence and how you fit into that? 
So we're, we're moving towards more wakefulness and mindfulness. The mindfulness means really to remember. It means non-forgetting. So when we move into deeper mindfulness within this, the container of silence and this intimate retreat, it's a time for us to really reconnect with what is it like what does it feel like to take a shower what does it feel like to brush my teeth what is it like to really chew my food and taste it because we get so busy and that's there's nothing wrong with that it's just a fact of life so we need to have these pulsations busy spacious not mindful, mindful. It's it's going to be a dance. But we have the stretch of time to be mindful, to go for a slow walk in the woods or down to the lake, to sit by the lake and just look at the water, look at the sky. We have time for that. With this, we're also going to let go of, of reading to start to disengage our conceptual mind. So there are really two kinds of learning. There's a vertical learning and there's a horizontal learning. So horizontal learning comes from reading, comes from gathering information, and it really expands us laterally of this kind of breadth of information and knowledge. And that's awesome. I fully advocate that. And there will be aspects of this horizontal learning during our time together this week. But what we're going to be focusing on primarily is this vertical learning, which is this learning that comes through this divining rod, this, this, this deep listening. So it's a time, retreat is a time of renunciation, and it's a time of self-study. So you're not studying external things you're studying internal things. And it's not something you need to force into happening. It's just going to happen when you slow down and pay attention and start doing these ancient practices that are designed for self-realization. They're designed for you to realize more about yourself, self with a lowercase s, your personhood, and self with a capital S, your, your true essence. So we're not going to be reading, we're not going to be engaging in our devices, which draw us out into all of our roles of career woman, mother, wife, lover, friend, sister, daughter, <laughs> helper, healer, and it's just what's, what is this relationship? What is this relationship? This essential relationship. So within the space, there's a lot of room for self-care. And I want to distinguish between two forms of self-care. One is more worldly self-care, which we can do a lot of here, and one is more 
essential self-care. So worldly self-care is going to the healing arts, getting a facial, getting a massage, going down to the whirlpool, going to the sauna, doing some retail therapy in the shop, (laughs) buying some chocolate. I fully advocate all of those things. <laughs> Retail therapy is is real. <laughs> yeah, it's very real. I had a low point this past winter, and I went. I have there's this one consignment shop in Boulder that I just love. They have all this designer, these designer clothes at great prices, and it's just it's just so much fun going in there. And I went in with my sister when she was visiting last February, and there was this beautiful purse. I'll have to bring it in for you all. Black leather purse with studs on the front of um, an eagle flying. And that was in there when I was there on my birthday in November. I went on my birthday to buy myself some stuff, but the purse was, was like $400 or something. I was like, I can either buy all these clothes or I can buy like, that one first by the clothes. So I didn't get it, but I went back in February and it was on sale for a hundred dollars. And it's original retail price was $1,100. And I was like, I'm getting it. And I was so happy, like for days, I was just giddy that I had this purse. I was taking pictures of it, sending it to my friends and my sisters and my mom. So, so worldly self-care, like it's real, just don't, just embrace it. Okay. Sometimes that's, that's just what we got to do, right? (laughs) Essential self-care doesn't cost anything. And it's with us wherever we go. It's with us in those dark hours of the night when we can't sleep and we're having a hard time. It's with us when we're in an argument with someone that we really care about. It's with us when we're in a a scary moment, Um, whether that's on an airplane or in a car or just inwardly feeling threatened by something. So these essential self-care is something we're gonna be focusing on when we're in in this room doing our practices together and which we'll also be carrying with you out and about on the grounds and in your room. And I know you all already have your own repertoire of essential self-care and this will just be reminding you and strengthening those muscles, maybe adding some new things to it. Because if there's anything that I've noticed from this path is that we need constant reminders and I'm always amazed when I listen to a talk, when I go to a retreat, it's like, yeah, I already learned this and I need, I need to keep learning it because every time I, I'm in a different place, I need a little different angle of that. I, I, I deepen in a new way. So it's really, even though the root spiritual practices are really basic they are meant for us to develop and and sink into over the course of an entire lifetime. And this is the she retreat. 
So we are calling in expressions of the feminine in particular, not to revere externally, but to taste, embody, express from within. So to help us call in some of those qualities, just call to mind a woman that you really admire. She could be living, she could be dead, she could be a deity. Could think of many women. And speak to some of the words that you would use to describe her. Or some of the words, some of the qualities that you admire about her. We'll just speak them out kind of popcorn style into the circle. Radiance. Radiance. Graceful. Graceful. Bold. Bold. Authentic. Authentic. Powerful. Powerful. Wise. Wise. Loving. Loving. I'd say brave. What's the opposite of self-reflective? Like I'm self-conscious. Yeah, humble. I'm self-conscious. Humble. Yeah, not humble. Like this thing is like really just totally really think about thinking what I was gonna think about you in that moment. Confident? Could be. Spontaneous. <laughs> so these are some of the qualities that we'll be calling in, that we'll be tasting, that we'll be expressing. And every time we come on retreat and every new season of our lives, there's a new edge of growth in our womanhood and in our humanity, but because we are women, it's going to have a particularly feminine expression. So it's important to call to mind, like what, what is the edge that I'm stepping into at this time in my life as a woman that feels scary for me? It's called edge for a reason. It's edgy. It's like, wow, Maybe I've gone on this path and been this way my whole life. But this time in my life, if I want to get different results, I'm going to need to do something different. I'm going to need to embody a different energy. Maybe in just maybe it's just in one situation that will then reverberate out. It will just land a new energy in you. Maybe it's just one conversation that you need to have with someone. It will land a new energy in you that can shift everything. And that's this vertical. This, that's this vertical learning. It's, that's the area of quantum leaps where you don't just do things step by step, but it's all of a sudden there's a shift and you're just 
you, you had to go to the next level and everything changes. Everything around you changes. It's not a titrated shift, which happens more in the horizontal learning where we learn a little bit and gain more knowledge and more expertise, but it's like, boom, you're in a new place. That's what spiritual practice does for us. We can feel like we're in the same place for a long time. Wow, this is really hard work. I'm really just doing my, you know, looking at all my stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, I'm landed in this new reality. And that's, that's where we're perched right now. Being on retreat and in the world right now, the world is crazy right now. Right? It's been a it's it's been a crazy year. So many shootings, so much violence, the presidential elections coming up. We're not going into politics here, but we need to acknowledge just the larger ocean that we're swimming in. Brad and Angelina getting a divorce. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? So we know that when we're here we're impacting what's around us. So we come, we come for ourselves. We're also, you know, if we're struggling to figure out well, how can I help? What can I do? This is, this is it. Of course, there are more things, you know, if you feel called, but this, when we come to our practice, we know that we're doing this not only for ourselves, but for the benefit of all. So let us bring ourselves into the circle. We all have so much to digest within ourselves and around us each day. We have our own thoughts, our emotions, our inner voices. We have coming outside of us, we have work obligations, we have family relationships, we have people that we need to take care of. We have relationship ups and downs. We have communities and friendships to support and show up for. And we're all constantly engaging with technology. And with all of this, we have so much on our plates. And this is a really beautiful and wonderful thing. But we need to make sure that we have the support that we need to carve out time every day to connect with ourselves first and foremost so that our own truth, our own intuition, our own inner guidance doesn't get buried over and masked over by other people's agendas. And this is one of the focuses that we bring to everything that we offer at the She School. Now in its fifth year, women of all ages join us for this program from literally around the world. And together we share our ups and downs, our strengths and our vulnerabilities, so that everyone has a really safe space to share her voice, to connect with her body and her heart through our yoga and meditation practices, and to heal and digest whatever she's working through in her current life journey with the support of the monthly curriculum that we have. So the She School is open for early registration right now, and we only open up early registration once a year. And with that, we offer special gifts for anyone who does want to join us early and get support between now and the end of the year. So if some of what I shared today inspires you and you would like support in healing and connecting to yourself, your spiritual practice, 
a global sisterhood in a distinctly feminine way, you can learn more about the program at theshe-school.com. It's a nine-month program. It's the most in-depth program that I offer with monthly group mentoring calls, bi-monthly she yoga and meditation video classes, a lively group forum, weekly practices, monthly themes, talks from guest teachers, and we cover everything related to our womanhood from self-esteem to conscious relationships to our sexuality to money to creativity. And on that page that I just mentioned, you'll find everything you need to know about the program, including an extensive FAQ page and details about our in-depth curriculum. There you'll also get to hear what dozens of alumni from the She School are saying about the program. Again, you can learn more at theshe-school.com. If it feels right for you, I'd love to have you join us. And in the meantime, I'll be back in a few days with our next talk. Until then, I'm sending you my heartfelt support, and I thank you so much for being part of this sisterhood.